Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And uh, I wanted to go over something I haven't really kind of beaten around the bush on, but very explicitly talk about. And that is, what is the hook? What is your hook for getting hired? Okay. So a lot of people, if you have any background in sales, when when you are pitching a product, we're talking about like a sales pitch, an elevator pitch, what is the objective of that pitch? The objective is to place a hook in somebody so deep that they cannot get it out. Like whatever you said to them in that pitch is stuck with them so much that they can't even function without you or their product, or it's on their mind constantly. Like what is your hook? What is the hook of your pitch? What I want to do is explore that when we're talking about interviewing and getting hired, okay? When you're in the interview process with a company, I want you to think, what is your hook? What is the hook that you're going to be doing and saying that's going to make them say, I can't not hire this person. Like this person is swimming laps in my brain right now because of what they said or what they've done. Like, what is that hook going to be? And I I have to clarify this uh, up front with you to be totally honest that this is not something that I, you know, I'm, I'm going to give an example of my own, uh, from two jobs ago. So not the most recent job that I have currently, but the previous one prior to that, the one in that job in my hiring process, or when I was getting hired, I had a real hook that I put in them and I'm going to share that example for you. But I, I do have to be honest with you up front. It's not something that I like preemptively thought about when I was in that interview process, but it's something on the back end that I realized like, oh, this is something that's really important that, you know, this is actually what happened. And this is a big factor on why I was hired. And so I think it's relevant to talk about it and and it's worthwhile to think about it up front. And hopefully, you know, whether it, whether it gives you like some one specific thing, like, oh, this is going to be my hook or not, it will hopefully give you kind of a framework for thinking about getting hired because I've talked about it a lot and there's never one thing like everybody's like what is the one thing if if I just do this what is the thing that I should do like it's never one thing that gets you hired but there are things that are going to be able to help you and so one of the things that you need to be thinking about is like what's what's the actual hook that's going to get you hired that's going to you're going to be searing into the brain of the person you that you are interviewing with that they're going to remember you and I have to just clarify up front, like guys and gals, I'm a hard worker is not a hook. I get up early is not a hook. I want to make a lot of money is not a hook. I'm willing to work my ass off. That's not a hook. Okay. I have yet to interview and you know, I haven't interviewed the whole world. You know, I've interviewed a 
enough people to have some idea of what I'm doing when I'm hiring, you know, in hiring. I have never interviewed somebody that was not a hard worker. I've never interviewed somebody that wasn't willing to put in the work, that wasn't willing to train and learn from other people, that wasn't willing to climb the ranks in due time, that like I've never hired somebody or I've never interviewed somebody that was not one of those things. So you have to understand like that is not your hook. Let me give you this example for me because this is, and I think this will help you think about it differently. Okay. The, the line in the quote is this. Most people have an incorrect estimation of effort. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. Most people have an incorrect estimation of effort. That was my hook. And you might say like, what do you even mean by that? Here's the thing. I actually heard that. And if I'm remembering correctly, I don't want to misquote, but I think I heard that initially on Grant by Grant Cardone. Um, I heard him use the phrase, people have an incorrect estimation of effort. And it was like seared into my brain where I'm like, yeah, I totally understand that. That is right. Most people think that whatever effort is required of them to accomplish any given task, almost everybody incorrectly estimates the effort required and almost everybody underestimates the effort required. People think like, oh, I've got this objective, I've got this task. It's going to require X amount of effort to get there. It's actually going to require, in reality, 10X that effort. That's how I think about that. And that's what really that phrase means to me in my mind when I think about it. And it, this was like, I don't know, four, five, six years ago when I heard this quote. And I like I cannot forget it. It's seared in my, into my brain. Most people have an incorrect estimation of effort. Okay? That's what I used when I was interviewing for that previous job that I was in. And let me tell you, hopefully I can lay out the scenario for you as best I can remember it. Uh, but you'll get the gist of it and, and it'll come full circle. I'm in the interview. You know, they're asking me, oh, you're a hard worker. Yeah, all that. Right, right, right. You Don't worry about that. What I did is, you know, I've got the opportunity in front of, and there were three people. I was having breakfast with them and I was interviewing with them essentially, but we were having breakfast together. I told them, here's how I think about things, right? Because this was for a management role. And so I'm managing people and whatnot. Uh, I was also producing at the time too. You know, I'd be a, a sales rep slash manager. Anyway, I'm like, here's how I think about this. Most people have an incorrect, incorrect estimation of effort, especially in sales, because they think like, oh, if I just call on this doctor one time, I'm going to be able to get in front of them. I'm going to be able to pitch my product and I'm going to be able to get that business. Most people have that incorrect estimation of effort. And so then they get frustrated when they don't get the call back on call one or two. And it's because their estimation, what they think is going to be required is wrong. It requires 10 times more than what, like whatever you think it's going to require out of you, sales reps need to understand and expect that it's going to be 10x whatever that, whatever their estimation in their mind is of the effort required. If you're like, it's going to require 10 calls for me, you know, it's going to require 10 calls out of me to be able to get in front of this person. Then when you're on call four and they haven't called back, you're not frustrated. You're not taking your foot off the gas. You're not slowing down because you're like, I can't believe they haven't called me back. Like that's just, you No, this is just part of the process. I'm, I've got six more to make and then I'll get that business or then, I'll, then at least I'll have the opportunity. Like 
you have to have the correct estimation of effort or you have to at least error on the side of overestimating the effort. Okay. That's essentially what, you know, I probably said it better or more succinctly or something. I'm just trying to emphasize it for you. That is essentially what I told them in the interview. We're sitting there at breakfast and I'm like, this is kind of how I think and operate just so you guys understand. I want you guys to know this is how my mind works. This, these are the things I think about. This is what I think is important. These are some of the errors that I see in most sales reps. And this is how I operate. That was the hook. And I can tell you it was the hook because like a week later when I got that job officially, my then boss, when I was on the phone with him and I was talking with him, he asked me, he's like, hey, what was, what was that quote exactly that you said in the interview process? I was trying to come up with it. He was talking with the other two people that I was interviewing with, and they were trying to regurgitate and remember exactly what that quote was. He's like, hey, what was that quote that you said to us in the interview? And I was like, incorrect estimation of effort. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Cool. Thanks. He brought that up later. Like he had hired me at that point. So I didn't know like that was the hook, but it was the hook because afterward he's like, God, we were trying to come up with exactly what it was that you were saying there. That stuck, that was seared into their brains when I was in the interview with them. For whatever reason, that quote in their mind, it hit a chord with them and they're like, oh wow, like that's so right. And they couldn't remember it and they wanted to. And I guarantee you, that is one of the big reasons why I got the job. Now I might've got the job if I didn't do that. Maybe I had all the other things they were looking for and whatnot, but I guarantee you that was a big factor. That was a hook because he came back to me later and said, hey, what was that again? We were trying to come up with exactly what those words were because we thought it was so good, essentially. That's a hook. And that's where I think people have an, people have an incorrect estimation. Like, aside from interviewing, like most people have an incorrect estimation of effort. Especially when you're trying to get hired in medical sales. Like, I cannot tell you how many people I talk with routinely, you know, now that I'm putting out content and people see it and they listen to the podcast and they see the YouTube and they, you know, they were signed up for the online courses. Then they're reaching out to me and, and they're talking about their personal situation. And like, I mean, I don't know how many times I, I say it and, you know, I'm not tired of saying it. I'm just, it, it's fascinating to me how, how it's possible that people have, they so underestimate the effort required to get what they want. Like, I want to get into medical sales and I don't have medical background. I don't have a sales background. I don't have, I haven't worked for a previous medical device company. Okay, cool. I called on two people. I reached out to two people on LinkedIn and I didn't get a message back. What's going on? <laughs> like incorrect estimation of effort. That's all that I have to say to you. You guys have to understand like the effort has to be there and you, you need to be overestimating because you take the, you take your foot off the gas when your estimation of what is required is coming up short, you're expecting it to be, you know, one unit of effort and you're going to get the result. And really it's 20 units of effort. That's going to mess you up mentally. And it's, it's going to make you slow down and you're going to spend way too much time thinking like, Oh, am I doing the right thing? Should I be doing like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll never get a job in the industry. Like you can't, you don't want to be slowing yourself down by starting from the wrong position, thinking like, yeah, it's only going to take this little effort. And then I'm going to be able to get in. Like, no, just overestimate 
what the effort's going to be, then you're not going to be disappointed. And then you're going to be able to keep your foot on the gas so that you can go fast. You know, one of the things that I'm actually doing is, uh, the company that I'm with right now, we don't have a CRM and, but I'm one of the weird salespeople that actually likes a CRM and uses it without somebody telling me I have to use it. I've got, I'm just, it's a pretty basic Excel CRM that I built, but I'm tracking all of my activity with all the doctors and customers that I'm calling on. And what I'm planning on doing big picture is I'd like to put together like a white paper to outline the number of calls or touch points, however you want to think about it, that are required to get in front of a customer. And then out of that, how many are, how many are required to get the business? And obviously every situation is different, but I've just never seen specific to medical sales, those types of numbers. So it'd be interesting once I get there, um, and at some point publish that. I don't know when that is. I don't know how much data I need, but I've got, you know, based on every single doctor that I've been calling on, I'm tracking everything that I've done. So, you know, it's like this date, I, you know, it was my initial cold call and I left a brochure and a handwritten note. And this day it was a follow-up and I left a voicemail with somebody. And this day it was an email. And then this day I stopped back in, left another handwritten note. And then this day I sent him an email with some videos. And this day I sent an email with, you know, a video animation, you know, and I think, I think from the outside and I, I sympathize and empathize with it, that from the outside, you don't really understand what the day-to-day looks like. But I, you know, if you sat and looked at the Excel CRM that I'm using, it would probably be very interesting to you to look at that and see how many people I'm in the follow-up phase with that I still haven't gotten a meeting with. Like, there's a lot of doctors that I know or kind of know, but we're not tight enough to where I can just call them directly and get that meeting. So I'm having to go through their office, okay? I know there are doctors on that list that as soon as I show them the product, they're going to be like, oh man, I do want to try this like as soon as possible. Let me try your product, right? They're going to want to use the product, but I can show you in my CRM, like I made like eight calls and I still haven't gotten in front of them. Like it's like, you know, in person, voicemail, another voicemail, email, email, another in person, another voicemail, another email, like, and I still haven't even gotten to a meeting but I don't have an incorrect estimation of effort. I'm not overthinking it. I'm not saying like, oh, I can't believe, maybe he doesn't want to see it. Maybe he saw the product and you know, like, no, I'm not overthinking the effort required. Just make the next call. Just do the next thing. Have a positive attitude with it. Don't make them wrong for not, you know, getting back to you the first time and the second time and the third time and the fourth time. Like, it's not their fault. It's my fault. For whatever reason, I didn't catch them at the right time. I didn't convince them that it was worth their time at this point, etc. All I'm saying is if you could see that, I think it would help you kind of visualize and, and get a better, men, I guess, mental approach to you, either if you're in a sales role right now, the effort required to get in front of customers, and or if you're trying to get hired, the effort required to get hired. You know, I, my assumption, and this this is my intuition, I don't know if this is true, I haven't I guess, done a poll or asked enough people to, 
to be able to say this is true. But my intuition is that most people think that, well, because I do a podcast and YouTube and I've been doing this for a while and it sounds like this guy knows what he's talking about at least a little bit, he could probably get in front of any doctor whenever he wants. You know, like for me, it's, it's going to take me 10 calls, but for him, it's only going to take two calls because he's so good. Like, no, no, that's just not the case. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe with some doctors, I'm getting in with them earlier in less calls because I'm, I don't know, better at it, more experienced at it. However you want to think about it. Maybe that's possible, but there's just as many people in my CRM, just as many doctors in my CRM that I'm on call five, six, seven, eight that I still haven't gotten a meeting with. And I think I'm like pretty good at this. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm pretty good. And I've, I put forth a lot of effort and I'm very thoughtful about what I'm doing and I'm relatively strategic and I'm still not getting in front of some of the people. Like, yeah, some of, some of them I do, I get in front of the first time. Others, I'm on call eight and I still haven't gotten in front of them. I just don't have an incorrect estimation of effort of what's required. Like I'm, I'm not overthinking like, oh no, I can't believe I haven't gotten in front of this customer. Like, should I stop calling on him? Maybe he doesn't want to see the product. Like, you can't have that approach. And so those are kind of the two things that I wanted to get across in this episode. Number one, well, I guess it stems from that quote, incorrect estimation of effort, just because that was seared into my brain. You've got to think about what is your hook for getting hired? Like, what is the thing that you're going to tell them that's going to be like, oh my God, I have to hire that person. Like, I can't not hire her. She is freaking incredible. You know, like she gets it. I have to have that person on my team. Like what is, what's that thing? You know, what is it that you're going to be able to tell them? And believe me, like I didn't overthink that ahead of time, right? Like I didn't plan ahead. Like I'm going to say this thing and that's going to be my hook. What I am saying is like, think about it differently about what your pitch is going to be, you know? And, and by pitch, I just mean like what it, what it is that you're going to say and do in the interview that's going to be unique and different. You know, when I'm in the interview process, I don't wait for them to ask me a bunch of questions. I lay out, lay out for them, hey, here's how I think about things. This is kind of how I operate. And one of the things is this. I think most sales reps struggle with incorrect estimation of effort. Like, and I lay it out for them. And like, that apparently hit a chord with them. You've got to think about what it's, what is it going to be for you? It can't be, like your hook is not going to be, I'm a hard worker. And I'm willing to, you know, put in time and I'm willing to wake up early and I always show up on time and I can be counted on and I'm diligent. And I, like everybody has that. That's not unique. Like find a way to stand out based on how you think and operate as an individual. Like make yourself unique in some way, shape or form so that I can remember you. Like I need to remember you. The unique person that you are. You stood out in that interview because of what? Right? Like that's how you need to think about it. And then more specifically to the actual quote of incorrect estimation of effort, stop underestimating the effort that's going to be required to accomplish anything that you're trying to do. It doesn't have to be just this. Overestimate whatever you think it's going to do or whatever you think it's going to be required of you to accomplish any task. Just intentionally overestimate it and see what happens. Just try that. You would be surprised how you actually are probably right on point with it. But even if you're even if you accomplish it earlier than expected based on you overestimating it, you're going to be happy about it. You're going to feel good about it. You're going to be excited about it. When you underestimate what's required of you to accomplish any given task, that's when you get frustrated. That's when people take their foot off the gas. 
that's when people get lazy because they're like, well, it's not happening. What am I doing wrong? Da, 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 da. And then you start having negative thoughts and you stop pushing forward. So that's kind of, it's kind of what I think about on that as, you know, as this fire truck and, uh, ambulance drive by, if you can hear that in the background anyway, um, don't have an incorrect estimation of effort. All right. And think about what your hook is going to be that the people that you're interviewing with are going to remember about you. What is it that's going to be seared into their brain after they leave the interview with you? So think about that. All right, cool. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.